Welcome to our podcast, Wise Black Nana's Life Coaching Between the Dash. Hey, what do you do when it feels like life has thrown you a few too many challenges, knocked you down, in the bed, hard to talk about even with your best friend challenges, and it feels like the challenges are winning? Wouldn't it be nice to hear from your Nana or a stand-in Wise Black Nana? Well, they are Wise Black Nana's Charlotte Walker, PhD, and Joanne Early, MS, two mature women with over 70-plus years of combined coaching and mentoring, professional human resources, and business experience. The wonderful news is, these wise Black Nanas are still living and learning about this amazing life, about resilience and grit, gratitude and appreciation, and the extraordinary power of love and friendships, being positive and supportive, and learning from others. Welcome to Wise Black Nanas. Let's listen in. Hi, welcome to our very own first podcast, Wise Black Nanas, Life Coaching Between the Dash. Wow, here we are, Dr. Sharla Walker and Joanne Early, Wise Black Nanas. So just as a way of introducing you to us, um, just who is Dr. Sharla Walker? Well, who is Dr. Sharla Walker, PhD? I'm a mother, a daughter sister, grandmother, great-grandmother, a solid sister friend, and a nana. Uh, I am a entrepreneur, business professional uh, in a number of organizations such as uh, industries, excuse me, such as telecommunication, tech, nonprofit, higher education, healthcare, and for-profit uh, organizations. I am also a certified professional life coach. I am an educated, some say overeducated, nah, <laughs> um, strong Black woman. I have a strong spiritual foundation, and which is anchored by my faith. I'm doing my best to inspire and share 70 plus years of professional and personal life lived experiences, hoping to incite awareness, possibilities, and opportunities worth taking. Who am I? I stand on the foundation of love and knowledge given to me by my grandmother and my great-grandmother. So I, so I am all that, and sometimes the bow on this package is often not tied in a perfect knot. <laughs> so who is Joanne Early? That would be me. After losing my daughter-in-law to alcohol addiction, I was compelled to learn more about alcoholism and what things I could do to help prevent another family from the despair, guilt, and helplessness that my family experienced during this time. I was introduced to coaching, and it led me to study and obtain a professional certification in life coaching with a specialty in recovery from substance abuse, uh, recovery, and sobriety. And of course, I went on to establish a life coaching business. So I made a lot of friends in, develop, uh, in that developing industry at the time, but I felt it was a natural fit for my education. Uh, for my background, my many years of uh, HR work experience, and just my love of community. 
I hold and I will always hold a profound belief in the goodness of people, the importance of continuous lifelong learning, and gratitude for a long life lived. Mine. And then I just so hold on to the healing power of friends and the importance of sharing that one person's life experience. So like Dr. Sharla, my life experience includes years of mentoring and coaching, formally and informally, trying new things, the wonder of travel, and owning up to my LinkedIn nickname, Queen of Second Acts. So that's just a little bit about uh, Joanne and Dr. Sharla. You know, the idea of this podcast was born during one of Sharla and my many, many conversations we have about questions we get asked by family, friends, acquaintances, colleagues. Hey, Nana, what would you do? Now, I think it's the family that says, hey, Nana, how do I make this decision? What is the right thing to do? Hey, Nana, how did I get through this? I know you had a similar experience. I don't know how to move through this. I just feel stuck. Help me. I am so blessed to be able to have watched and had some helpful, I hope, influence in my granddaughter's growth into a successful, wonderful, and caring young woman who is also a wife and mother. And she has a lot of friends, and I overhear a lot of things sometimes. There are times that I would overhear her conversations with some of her friends, and they might be talking about a relationship issue, an issue at work, some decision they're trying to make, or some dilemma that, um, you know, that they're discussing. So while I'm not totally eavesdropping, I do hear drifts of their conversation. And I can hear them saying, what should I do? I know it's not the best thing for me, blah, 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 blah. I know that's not the right decision, but I, I just got to. And I am just yelling silently within myself, shaking my head wildly and gesturing. Girl, don't do that. That is not a good decision. <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> So eventually her and her friends started asking me questions. Hey, ask Nana what she thinks, because she always has an opinion. What should I do? How should I address this? Let's check it out and see what she what she says. I usually start off with, well, I don't know. I might consider this. <laughs> so that's a little bit of <laughs> more about how, uh, how we uh, got to, to uh, Wise Black Nanas. Okay. So we thought and thought, uh, what if we designed something to offer help just by talking and sharing our lived life experiences? Perhaps those experiences can help others. We think at this point in our lives, we have a lot to say. Of course, we have opinions. And what we offer in sharing this information is an opportunity for those listening to look at things from a different perspective. Yeah, that's right. So that's Wise Black Nana's life coaching. But we have this uh, between the dash. Um, Dr. Charlotte, can you uh, just help us out a little bit with that one? Between the dash, what's the significance in the relationship um, to our podcast of that? Uh, the significance of that is that it, it has... Um, it has to do with my oldest son, 
who passed away in 2008. Um, and I took ownership of doing his eulogy um, because, you know, that was, that was my boy. That was my rock. Um, that was my mama's boy. Um, and I wanted the young people and people in the audience who didn't know him as I knew him to know what the dash is. And when I, we're talking about dash, we're talking about uh, your birthday which is usually on your obituary that says uh, sunrise and uh, the day you depart this earth, which is considered uh, sundown. Uh, so, but there's a lot of things that happen in your life between those times. And that's what the dash signifies. Uh, as I said, I wanted to share some special memories that I have, or excuse me, that I had of him and our relationship, which no one else knew about. Uh, as I said, he was a mama's boy and I love him as my mama's boy. And I think that being able to explain the dash of his life helped in the grieving process. Um, so as we, you know, talked about the dash uh, and I shared the story with jo Joanne, it became clear that, you know, we could use this, you know, as a, as a vehicle to, you know, tie into our lived experiences, just showing our phases of our professional and personal life and how uh, that has impacted us. Um, so uh, we have lived a lot of life. We have a lot to share. And we thought this would be a cool thing to do at, the, at this point in our lives. Well, thank you, uh, Dr. Sherla. Uh, Every time I hear you uh, relate that story about your son, I feel it's such a compelling and powerful story. Of course, one of our friends pointed out to us, one of our wonderful supporters pointed out to us that between the dash kind of means something else. Well, yeah, we understand that. But again, we wanted, uh, we thought of it in this way and it was part of our original conversations. And so we decided to keep it this way as Dr. Charlotte has described it, that it signifies the life between which are the things that we'll be talking about. Gosh, we're such, uh, we share so much. We're helpers by our makeup, our professions, our backgrounds. Um, we just thought long and hard on how to develop a podcast that would truly help somebody. Uh, we wanted something that was not a lot filled with a lot of theories, book information, because we didn't want it to sound like a school lesson or a work assignment. Um, so we'll include some of that language when we when we need to, but we wanted this to be um, uh, kind of like us, fun, um, sharing those experiences with you. We hope you know that you'll be able to um, uh, grasp what we're trying to do. We know this podcast isn't going to be for uh, for everybody, but we know that it'll be for a lot of somebodies. 
So uh, just another little thing we have in our backgrounds that you'll be hearing more about over the life of this podcast is that we were raised and loved by our grandmothers. We both come from large families and we both had complicated relationships with our mothers. But gosh, we've been friends for over 30 years and share a lot of the same beliefs and values. And we have a lot of similar experiences uh, related to love. Yes, Nanas can talk about love and love relationships. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> we have loss. We have child rearing experiences. We both worked for some of the same companies. Um, gosh, just so many personal decisions, challenges, barriers, accomplishments, failures, risk, divorce, marriage. And we've had a lot of accomplishments and triumphs. Joe and I both, we share this, the belief that um, our foundation for wise Black Nanas, uh, we think the following, value in sharing lived experiences of mature Black women. I'm not sure how many folks are out there that are willing to share 70 plus years, and I still kind of tremble at 70 plus years of Black experience, but I think <laughs> I think those above for that. <laughs> Sharing these experiences enhances multi-generational discussions and interaction. And we want to make sure that all generations of, of Black women are involved uh, because they are coming behind us. And if any nuggets of knowledge that we can provide is a plus on our side. And yep. it's, it's a plus on a contribution to our Black woman community. Okay. Uh, as Black women, we are a treasure trove of experiences, life knowledge, uh, and there aren't enough voices uh, telling unique stories. Um, lots of romance novels and lots of reality shows and um, all kinds of things. But the reality shows have nothing on what we have experienced as lived experiences. Our backgrounds and experience um, is a huge, enormous amount of uh, professional and personal um, <clears throat> things that can be shared that are relevant even today even though it might've happened to me in 1971 in a Pacific Bell manhole, that experience and what I learned from it, I can share today. The benefits of a Nana, uh, we are considered special people given unconditional love with conditions sometimes, just as our granddaughters. <laughs> <laughs> I love that treasure trove of experiences and life knowledge. Um, when you think of a treasure, you think of something rich. You think of something that everybody's trying to get their hands on. So I love that we describe ourselves as a treasure trove of experiences. Well, we wanted to take this first, um, this first very first podcast to introduce you to ourselves, our beliefs, and to let you know that you know this is a podcast that's not going to be book like. Uh, we just wanted to give you an idea, just a peek into what future podcasts would be like and some of the things that we will be talking more about. 
So uh, to carry you a little further into our journey, uh, we'd like to just go over the decision process and some of the things that we dealt with, struggled back and forth with as we were making the decision to kind of embark on this journey of uh, making a podcast. So uh, Dr. Charlotte, would you- uh, Yeah, I think that it's- it's insightful for for me to share that uh, fear was a big was a component of the decision making process, and um, and I say that based on um, experience, uh, lived experience when I was fourteen years old, and my mother told a relative that I would be nothing more than. Uh, a woman on welfare with a lot of children. So that generates fear and fear can either paralyze you or it can motivate you. Uh, and I'm here to say that, you know, it has motivated me through my life and through my challenges. And as far as, you know, this particular decision, I, I wanted to make sure that what we were doing was going to be valuable, was going to be um, worth listening to. So, you know, there was a lot of discussion back and forth uh, between Joe and I about, you know, what's our format? What's our, you know, what's our audience? What's, um, you know, what do we really want from this? Do we want to make money? Do we not? You know, all those kinds of things. And with that comes commitment. Can we really see this through? Uh, in the beginning, there were Joe and I met on a weekly basis, uh, uh, just tossing ideas, and we've been working on this for quite a while because we wanted to, it to be to be good. We wanted it to be good, so therefore, it was important that the commitment was there. And the commitment had a lot to do, not so much in the beginning, but now time. Do we really want to commit now? We're both retired, you know, so uh, do we really want to commit our time to this? And I can say that, yes, we have. Lately, we've committed a lot of time to it, but that's because <laughs> we feel that it's valuable and that it's worth it. Uh, we operate in two different time zones, but we make it work. So that's where the commit comes from. Um, we've taken ideas. We did focus groups. We've done some research. We're also working with a consultant uh, to do stuff that we don't want to learn how to do. And I think that's okay. <laughs> so um, the fear thing is, has been really been a motivator. So I'm, I'm good with that. We've done a lot of research. And uh, I think we're on our way. You know, we also have costs. You know, we know what we what our budget is or what we want our budget to be. We've hired a consultant. And now it's just time to add. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that fear thing, I just can't let that go because that is so powerful. Um, we all experience that. And uh, it's so easy to take care and do all the tangible things, you know, like we can figure out how much money we have to spend on this. We can get a focus group together. 
we can hire a consultant, but the, the voice in our head, just like you hear that recording going off in your head all the time, it can paralyze you. I mean, it can stop and it has stopped so many great ideas, great intentions. Um, but for us, you know, hey, we're here to talk about it. Uh, it's, you know, it's just a powerful thing. The, the the cool thing is that you're if you're able to push through the fear, uh, you too might do a podcast one day, <laughs> or you might accomplish, you know, some goal that you've been working on, or that, or you might make that move, you might make that decision about a relationship. But most of the time, if we really peel back the layers of the onion and get down to why we're indecisive, why we can't move through being stuck. Um, it gets to fear. And you're going to be hearing um, a lot more about some of these things in much, a little more detail in some of our future podcasts. But yeah, I agree. Definitely, um, definitely the fear. Uh, So we did get through the decision process. And here we are at our very first uh, podcast. Because sometimes um, uh, you can make a decision or you cannot but you're still making a decision because doing nothing is actually the decision. Doing nothing, just (laughs) staying stuck. You've actually made a decision. I know we don't think about it that way, but uh, lots of times I'm able to see things a little differently by thinking about it that way. So like Dr. Charlotte said, we're so grateful that we pushed through and that we made a decision because anytime things got iffy, we kind of went back to our beliefs. We went back to why are Absolutely. we doing this? What is it that makes us feel compelled to do this at this point in our lives? And we could be doing other things, but this is so much fun. We're learning so much <laughs> and we're just so excited that um, you're with us and that you're listening. And we hope that you uh, continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So as we close this first program, And we certainly invite you to listen into our next program. We want to leave you with just a little something to think about. And we call it a nanaism. Okay, I guess that's my cue. And I think that what we'll leave today, since we've been talking about decision making uh, and our commitment to this podcast, our nanaism for this session is doing something is what leads to doing something. Please take that, turn it around, mix it around in your head, and I think you'll get it. Joanne? Okay. So again, we want to thank you for listening to our first Wise Black Nana podcast, and we hope you come back for program two. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into our podcast, Wise Black Nanas. New programs of Wise Black Nanas are on the 1st and 15th of each month. Listen in as you learn more about Wise Black Nanas, Dr. Sharla Walker and Joanne Early. They are everyday Nanas. They are not famous, not celebrities or rich, well, rich in life and its experiences. We want you to come back. Tell your friends. So look for Wise Black Nanas podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Learn more about them and the coaching services they offer at www.wiseblacknanas.com.